Hey everyone, it's Mark. This episode of the Think Differently podcast is sponsored by LittleFootCoffee.com. They are a small batch coffee roaster located here in the Midwest, just outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. They are building the business and I want you to help them grow. Be a believer. Head on over to LittleFootCoffee.com, use promo code Mark, M-A-R-C, and save 10% off your order. And now on to this week's episode of the Think Differently podcast. From Chicago, Illinois, this is Think Differently show that explores people who are challenging the status quo and how they do their work and choose to live their life. From doctors and designers to entrepreneurs and artists, hear the stories, learn the insights, and see what it takes to think differently. Hey everyone, it's Mark. Welcome to episode 22 of the Think Differently podcast, and I I cannot wait to share this episode with you. I can't wait to share Steve with you. Steve LaRoselier, he is... He is unlike anybody else I've ever met. His dedication to helping people find their purpose in life because he has found his purpose in life. This episode, you know, one thing I've learned about having a podcast is lots of different people listen. So my mother-in-law listens, my aunts and uncles listen, my business associates listen, clients listen, kids listen, lots of different people listen to this podcast. But this particular episode is for everybody. See, it's not just about, you know, Steve building a, a nationwide nonprofit. It's not just about him being an entrepreneur and starting businesses. It's just not about him putting amazing challenges in front of himself and changing his mindset to be the best version of himself. It's about your purpose in life. It is about finding your purpose in life, defining your purpose in life, and helping you live your purpose in life. Steve is the author of a book called Life Purpose Secrets. I'll put it in the show notes so you can check it out. It will come out September 30th. Steve is the host of multiple podcasts. He is a nonprofit founder. He literally is the kind of guy that when you listen to you're going to do two things. One, you're going to start to question what you're doing every day, and two, you're going to take action. Needless to say, Steve LaRoselier thinks differently about purpose. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Nothing. I'm, I'm really, we were just saying before we got on, we've been talking for years. We've only been together, I think, years. three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've had was, a couple babies. Um, I know we've had change of life and pandemic and, you know, all that, so. Yeah, we first met because when you moved to Chicago, my cousin Ashley introduced us. It was like, wait a minute, this guy is all about mentoring and making the world a better place and building the next generation of leaders. And he's a skateboarder and, and he's a dad. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy, I have to meet this guy. And it was you. And, and uh, I will say for, for folks that like are just entering your world through this podcast, like get ready because I can, I can honestly say no cliche BS my life changed when I met you and I started kind of absorbing uh, kind of some of the wisdom and some of the lessons that you put out in the world, man. So thanks. Dang, Mark. I'm humbled. That's so nice. It's true. Uh, I mean, well, I, I do have to give you some love and some shine. Like you are one of the most thoughtful, innovative, creative, um, like sincere humans uh that i've met like you're the, not who you are as a as as an online person but in person uh you're a giving generous person that just wants uh the best in the world so i'm i'm glad to be uh connected to you that's thank you very much i'm learning to say thank you rather than just like oh stop like my mom would say <laughs> stop it so thank you that's that's very kind coming from you um your 
Man, I'm so, I, I, you know what's so cool is like as the podcast is growing, I realize yeah. so many different people listen and I'm so excited. I literally have goosebumps. You can see it through the Zoom. But like my mother-in-law, my business associates, my kids, like all these different people are going to listen to your episode. And I know that they're all going to learn from you. And so let me, let me do you a little bit of justice if I can. So as we said, we first met when you moved to Chicago with your family because you were growing uh, your nonprofit Stoked. And Stoked, as I always tell people, is a nationwide nonprofit that is building the next generation of fearless leaders through action sports. And essentially what that means is um, we are taking children from communities that might be traditionally underserved or from kids that might not have opportunities to learn things about growth mindset. And it teaches them through action sports, escape boarding, snowboarding, skiing, it gets them on the mountain, gets them in the ocean to learn kind of through failure, right? Learn resiliency. And that was like right up my alley. So I was like, oh my God, this stoked is amazing. But even since then, which was just a few short years ago, you are now an author, you, you consult with people on, you know, what you call that life purpose secret and the hustle for good. There's so much goodness here. So the question on the table to start with is what do you tell people you do? Ah, uh, you know, I, uh, it, I guess it depends on who I talk to because there's always the, 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 the idea that you can come off like you do too much and you don't know what you're doing, but it's all in service of one thing. And that's my purpose. And it's to use, um, you know, initially it's, it's around like using my natural and creative gifts to serve the world. But ultimately I want to uh, empower people uh, entrepreneurs and people, uh, you know, to, to impact the world um, in service of kids, right? Like all, everything that I do is about empowering the next generation. Um, and so whether it's coaching, coaching people or whether it's writing a book or whether it's, um, you know, my organization, it's like all in service of people, right? Like in service of, of helping young people. Um, so yeah, that's, that's ultimately that what I do. I mean, but uh, the simple elevator pitch is like, I'm just an entrepreneur. I have a nonprofit for profit <laughs> business. Um, you know, and that's essentially it. Yeah. You, you embody to me what, you know, like Seth Godin, I'm a big nerd about Seth Godin. He talks about a life of projects. Yes. For right? sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I know just because I've, I've grown to know you that you didn't, you probably have always had that knack within you. Um, but that, you know, you had worked kind of like in a, in a more traditional job, I think in New York city prior, I think it was like prior to nine 11. And then, you know, kind of when nine 11 hit, you were kind of looking for this other thing in life that it just, there was a gap and that's kind of when stoked started. So these projects yeah. have always been there. Yeah, no, and so it's funny you say that because I didn't know Seth, so, and I, I love his work and I've read a lot of his books. Um, mm -hmm. he, he is, uh, so for me, it was up until September 11th where I realized like, oh, I need to be doing something more with my life. And, you know, I saw people lose their life, right? Like, and the world had changed and it's kind of like literally no different than right now. It's like there's pandemic, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty, mm -hmm. chaos, knees, uh, news, you know, the, the state of the world is in flux. There's like, it feels like things are out of our control. And um, I didn't realize it until much later, but I was going through trauma, right? Like I was going through and I had accumulated, I, I, my, my, I had my own company at the time 
I was, I was, you know, 25 and I had like, I was able to help out my family. I was able to do certain things and I saw everybody lose everything, right? Like lose their life, lose their job, you know, lose my city, which I lived in at the time, New York was like under destruction. Um, my office was, was uh, on, along the highway called the BQE. Uh, it was on the highway on the road from Manhattan, like right up by the Brooklyn Bridge. And every 20 minutes, I like a week after, you know, a week or two after I went to work and, um, and I would hear an ambulance go by, right? And I knew it was another body that they were bringing from, uh, from ground zero. And I, was, I went through like a really deep, dark, um, you know, sort of depression and anxiety. And I sort of drank too much and, you know, smoked too much. And I just, I didn't, I didn't treat myself well at all. And I got to this place where the only thing that I could say was the feeling that I had was that I would just cry and cry and cry. And I just wanted to just go into a closet and throw a cover over my head and just like cry myself away. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I was afraid of losing everything. Right. And, uh, and so I was just looking for something and it just kind of came in the form of a book. <laughs> and uh, I read a book, it was called No More Prisons. And then the book um, inspired me to, uh, it talked about self-education, community activism, and this thing called mentoring. And funny enough, the author is uh, Billy Wimsat, Billy Upsky, he's from Chicago. Um, and he's like a grassroots organizer. And he wrote this book and it just changed my life in terms of like, I, I, I was really drawn to the idea of mentoring, right? Like mentoring kids, me seeking a mentor and just kind of living this life. And it was like, that's where the seed has planted is like this sort of like, he would talk about like, yeah, we'd collaborate with young people and he'd open up community centers. He'd do like hip hop shows. He was a graffiti artist. He traveled around the country. Mm-hmm. Like he had a, his first book. And so this book, I bought it hand to hand on the subway. Like, and that's how we sold his book. And I was like, who's this guy that has the nerve and the audacity to write his own book? Like who does that? And then I became (laughs) curious about him and I bought the book from him right there on the subway platform. And, uh, and, and I went out immediately after that and I got a mentor called my friend, Jeff. I was like, I want you to be my mentor. And then I Googled mentoring New York city and I started mentoring kids. And literally that was the seed that led to me starting my nonprofit stoked, which mentors kids using snowboarding, uh, skateboarding and surfing. And so that, that's kind of like, where is that? But to get back to your thing, it was like that whole project thing, Like I actually came up with this, my own thing It's actually called the project mindset, right? Because when you have a project mindset, so for me launching my yes. snowboard mentoring program, when you have a project mindset, you don't, you're not attached to afterwards. Yeah. Right? You have a defined thing that you have. You have a start date and you have an end date. So for me, when I did my nonprofit, like for real, my plan, because I came up with the idea while I was snowboarding at Whistler, British Columbia. Yeah. And, and dude, my plan was to just launch this project of a snowboard mentoring program and then I was going to use that experience to get into business school at the University of British Columbia because I wanted to go there so I could snowboard. Snowboard. <laughs> but I wanted to use the project. Right. So I didn't have to take the GMATs. <laughs> Dude, 
So that was my hustle. That was my hustle. So there's a few, I need to like tag these words, hustle, purpose, um, because these are big things for you, right? And and not hustle kind of, you know, part of my French, like in the douchey where like, bro, it's the grind, it's the hustle. Like Uh your hustle is about maximizing time for maximizing output for maximizing other people's and helping them find their purpose. And when you, when you, one thing you said, man, and I don't know who, who, where I had heard it, but there's a mindset shift, which is the project versus a problem, right? See, we look at, and for people that are listening, this is a, this is a nugget to store in a glass jar, dude, but problems are like kind of unsolvable, right? Like, like, like obesity, Right. You know, yeah. uh, like the, we look at these things as problems and problems just go on forever. Institutionalized racism. We look at it as a problem. It's just too big. But if you shift your mindset to a yeah. project mindset, which is we got a budget, we got due dates, we got timeline, we got a team, we got, you know, metrics to see are we on time. When you shift your mindset to treating things like a project, those those problems be actually become much more achievable. And that's what I've seen you do like over your life. For sure. Yeah. And so, and I, I appreciate that. So one of the things that I do is like, so I'll start a project and I'll just, I'll like legit start it. And until I, I'll, and I'll stop it until I, because I, I've learned what I needed to learn at that moment. Mm. So I'm not really attached to the outcome of a project. Right. It's My a path lo- or a mindset to get you to what you need. Yeah, dude. So like I'll, I'll, I did the Purpose Mindset podcast, right. right? I launched, I did 30 episodes. And that, and that was literally for me to document nuggets 30 days in a row. Like I wanted to flex the muscle of being able to, and it's the same thing if you go to my Instagram. Yeah, my lesson of the day, my mm-hmm. lesson of the day, thought of the day, it's, it's exercise, right? I actually don't care what people think on the other end. It's for me to get into a rhythm of flexing the different parts of my life and my brain, because I have a lot going on. So yeah. for me, in order for me to come continuously develop, I need to develop these little projects, right? And so, um, and so for me, like I kind of got that uh, years ago. So my, my, so five years ago, the journey for me at Stoke shifted a little bit and it was more about like, so we hit a million dollars and when we hit a million dollars in revenue, I was like, well, that stunk, right? Like (laughs) the way I did that, like, I don't really want to do it like that anymore. So I had Mm -hmm. this idea of like, you know, how do I, how do I sort of, um, raise money in a different way for my nonprofit. So I came up with all these different ideas slash projects. One of them was, um, a skateboarding Instagram account called skate motivation. And for me, I, for like, it was, I took clips of skateboarding and I put them on motivational quotes. Right. Um, and it was like video clips with, and so I love skateboarding. You love skateboarding. You love right. motivation. I love motivation. And it was like perfect, right? Because totally. people, people saw it and they just were <laughs> hyped. And I built this little community and I started a podcast and I started to see that like, oh, when you have an idea, you need to attack it from all angles. But the only way for you to succeed at it is to consistently do it with no expectations for a very long time until you learn something, right? Yeah. And so, and, and it's very different. I mean, this is, you know, for you, you guys, this is a thing different, but it's a very different mindset. Like I literally do podcasts or I have conversation with people 
just so that I can learn. And I love to yeah. have a conversation. I have no expectations about monetizing, doing this, this, and this. It's literally about being able to, um, to gain insight and share people's stories. Right. But it's also like, that's part of your growth, right? Like you oh, don't yeah. call it, I don't think you would use the word like growth strategy, but like what I'm seeing, what I've seen, what I'm hearing now is that you do these quote projects because they help you learn what you're going to need. They, they fulfill you, they fortify you, they help you grow so that the next thing comes, you have this new, you have this new, it's like in those video games when you gather these little tokens, right? yeah, oh, yeah, I got yeah, this yeah, and yeah. I got this, right? And yeah, I've seen you sure. like, just for people that don't know, and, and, and I know we're going to get limited on time because there's so much to talk about but like you do these things a lot you have you'll build an instagram page you'll put out a podcast for 30 days you put on please anybody listening go follow steve on instagram every day there's a lesson of the day there's a thought of the day and they will they will start your day right but like there's another thing that you do and and i have to talk about this you do these challenges and you are like master of like accountability and so two quick things one you invited me to like a I forget what you called it. It was like at, at the at the Soul House. It was like Entrepreneurship Friday, Friends, Partnered, Work yeah, Together. Yeah, yeah. Friend, Friend Friday at Soul House. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was just a bunch of folks that got together that were somewhat like-minded, like had some some elements of each other in them. And it was just like, hey, let's see if we can help each other out. And I met this guy, uh, Griff. Griff. From Buff, from, dude. And he's he's on another Buffalo. planet, that dude. Oh man! First off, I walk up and he's this guy's blue, got he's a blue collar multimillionaire. That's, that's he, he, what does he call it? Blue collar hustle? The bus blue hustle? hustle? The bus so, hustle. So I meet that dude. Can stay in the Saint, that dude could stay in the Saint Regis, but he'll he'll rather stay in a Motel Six. <laughs> that that guy could stay at any luxury place. Fly floor cast, but he's like, I'm the blue collar hustle. I'll take the Dude, bus. He's too much, but he, but he's a guy I met through you, and I and if I remember correctly, he's like, yeah, I'm from Buffalo, New York, but Steve and I ha- hold each other accountable. And the deal was, if if Griff didn't fulfill his accountability, he had to move to Chicago for like 30 <laughs> days, and he literally just packed up and left Buffalo, came to Chicago, was like, well, I got an Airbnb for like you know the next month. I'm just living here, and I'm like. Who are these? Like you're the Avengers, just in a very different way, man. It was so cool. And, <laughs> and so back to the challenge and accountability. Like you do this thing seventy five hard, which is another example of like oh my God, challenging yeah. yourself, not just for. And again, for people that don't know, seventy five hard is seventy five days of consistently doing you know x number of things: uh, exercising twice a day, meditation, nonfiction reading, eating healthy, etc. And I think you've attempted it multiple times before you completed it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally did it. So it's it's this crazy mindset. It's a mindset transformation challenge, and and I I failed it four times uh, before I actually did. And it's, I mean, I have. I mean, I'm not like. I, I mean, I run multiple businesses. I have three kids, a wife, right? And it's it's not the easiest thing, uh, but it showed me. Like the thing that I got out of it was like, we need to squeeze out as much time out of the day as possible to get what we need done, right? Like that's what I learned from that. Like you just, we can't waste time, man. Like there's a lot that we could do. Mm-hmm. And, and literally that lesson just showed me like, like we can overcome as much. You can drink a gallon of water a day. You can exercise two times a day. You can, you can person, you can change your life in 75 days. And 
I, the nugget that I took from that was that I applied it to my new book. Literally. Like that was the lesson. Like I need to like crank out my book. I've been sitting on this for a long time. Like some people during this pandemic, they, you know, they did baking. I wrote a book. <laughs> Dude, That's, I was just going to say baking. It's so weird. I was like, some people learn to bake. Some people, you know, make sourdough starters. Like yeah. I wrote a book and, um, and, and so for me, that, that was, that was the, um, that was the big takeaway from there. It was just like, I just need to, I just need to. And so, yeah, social chat, this, and it's actually everything that you mentioned is literally all in my book. It's like, it's, I, these are, these are the 10 ways to find meaning is like, is accountability, get a coach, meditation, gratitude, you know, social challenges, like, I, I'll hop on social challenges like it's nothing. Like it, there's so many different ways for you to, to grow. And uh, if you do it in community with people, you'll, you'll find your purpose. You'll, you'll, you'll achieve things in ways that you never thought was possible. You can't do things alone. You shouldn't do things alone. Right. You so can't. I need to ask you this because I, you know, also like this is one thing that I see as a thread coming through, right? Which is like, after 9-11, you were able to dig yourself out of kind of like this depression that occurred uh, through mentoring, right? You found the book, you started mentoring, but you had always been a skateboarder. And I don't want to lose that because there's something unique about people that ride a skateboard, right? We, failure we have an unfair advantage. We have an unfair we do. advantage. I really think we do. I think that people, you know, like I, I'm like this, you know, I'm like this weird hodgepodge of weirdness, right? So like I'm a skater, but I'm like a hippie, but I wrestled in high school and I played like all these different things that taught me all this grit in this, these lessons. And one thing that skateboarding does is you have to be a, um, accepting of failure because it has to be part of the growth structure, right? Like yeah, 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 trying yeah. a trick over and over again, et cetera. But now because you've, you've applied your discipline uh, in, in accountability and you know that failure is part of the problem and you have this life of projects and you, you have all these little gears that are turning to make the engine of Steve run. Now you are very clear on your purpose, but not a lot of people are. And you're like, I know that through your coaching and through your book, you help people find their purpose. I know we have a little bit of time left. Can you just talk to me about what, what do you mean when you say purpose and what does it look like when people find their purpose or when they yeah. don't have a purpose? So when people, so purpose is the thing that you wake up and you're excited to do. And no matter what, you gain a sense of fulfillment. It's not about happiness. It's about fulfillment. Happiness is one time it's fleeting fulfillment is ongoing and enduring purpose is your gift to the world and the thing that enables you to show up consistently and just light you up and so for me when i think about when you don't have purpose you're just kind of reacting to the day you are reacting to the year like life happens to you instead of you going after life, right? You ever, I'm, I know you probably know people like this, but they're like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And they feel a little bit lost. It's because they're not rooted in who they are and what they're supposed to be doing on a day-to-day. And sometimes purpose shows up in a lot of different ways. And purpose can be, you know, like 
and you know, I hate to use this example, but like a janitor, right? Like mm-hmm. a janitor can have purpose and it's to, you know, to do quality work and provide for their family, right? Like, you know, or for some other people, it's, you know, uh, you know, I, I was coaching a, a um, I was coaching a client and, you know, through the process of, you know, in the book and what we work together, um, their purpose um, is to uh, help people learn, play, and grow to increase their self-worth. That's pretty specific and deep, right? Like, mm-hmm. and in and in some ways, you probably resonate with, right? And so, yes, of uh, so, so yeah, it's purpose show. And so, how you, how it shows up in your life and how you know you have purpose is um, is you're excited continuously obstacles pro you don't look at problems as problems you look at them as challenges and yeah. obstacles that you overcome like you continue like you're up at night thinking about it right like you're con- it's like this unending puzzle that you're constantly figuring out and like i mean i know what purpose looks like like even for me it for me to even say this sounds crazy but like like yeah i just thought that like before I went down this path, like, yeah, I have a job, I have a company, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I was like, but like, you know, at, in the evenings, I'm like, you know, watching TV, I'm drinking beer, on the weekends, I'm overspending money, just consuming mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I was, I was like, this can't be life, there's got to be more than this. Right. And, and so for me, it was more about like, I knew that when I found it, that I just, I was able to just really go for the things. It, like, you know, to be able to even reach out to somebody like Salema Masakela, it's because I have purpose. Like, to be able to God. connect with people, like he's my co-founder, you know what I mean? Like, it's purpose. Like, to be, it, you see something and you're like, I'm going to call somebody once a week for two months until they call me back. And I don't actually that story, that story, by the way, for people that don't know, I can't sidestep this. I know we only have like a few minutes left, but that is an example of, of who you are. Okay. That's an example of who you are. Right. And so when you were founding stoked, there is this guy for people that don't know, Salema Masakela is a, a staple in the action sports community. He is a personality. He is a, in my mind, I look at him as, as almost like some sort of a guru. Like he is a guide in many <laughs> ways, right? Yeah. I don't know if you'd like me to call him that. And I don't know him personally, but you do. But so you were like, oh, I'm just, this is the guy that I want to co-found with me. And I'm going to call him every day. And eventually he got sick of it and he just called you back. And now he, he was your founder. Is that how it works? <laughs> He's a co-founder. Yeah. Right. So he, I mean, literally, so purpose enables you to come up with a vision in your head Mm-hmm. and then follow through with it, right? Like, that's what purpose enables you to do. And so, yeah, I, Salema was, uh, was on, you know, in the X Games, a guy that I literally w- would watch on TV. I found his a phone number on a press release. I called it. I told them that I wanted to start an action sports mentoring program, a snowboard mentoring program. They said, oh, that's a good idea. I think he would be into that idea. And then they gave me the number to his agent. I never spoke to his agent. I only spoke to his agent's assistant at CAA, like the big right. Yeah, yeah. Called agent once a week for two months until Sal called me back. But here's the thing. I booked a plane ticket to Los Angeles. I didn't have any contacts. I didn't, he didn't even call me back, but I booked, booked a plane ticket. 
on my credit card. And I called his agent and I said, hey, I'm coming to LA tomorrow to see him. Is he interested or what? Because I need to talk to him. And Salema called me back a few hours later and we talked for a few hours. And then I got on it and he's like, I'm in, what's next? I was like, I'm coming to LA to see you tomorrow. And so, but that's what purpose does. Purpose drives you to yeah. this point of where you're like, you know what? I, I, can, I can do this. I believe in myself. And you have to believe in yourself in a way. And, but, you know, let's not, let's not forget that, like, you know, in order for you to reach for something, you need to let go of something, right? Yeah. So for yes. me, it was like limiting beliefs, self-doubt, uh, not feeling worthy of, like, you know, like growing up in a lower middle class family, right? Like all these things that like baggage, you know, uh, that you need to let go of because you can't invite new and amazing things into your life without letting go of the things that are holding you back. And so, and part of that process comes from, you know, a lot of deep self-work and you learn this stuff through finding your purpose. So it's one thing to have an idea, but the purpose needs to be developed and nurtured mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you need to grow it in a way so that, um, so that you are, you have, you have, uh, you're absolute in your purpose. So like, it's kind of like, you know, I saw this meme the other day and it was like, uh, it was, it was a picture of, and it was like, you know, it was like a funny picture of a, a woman and, and, uh, and she was like, and it was like, a the quote was, when somebody tries to explain to you your area of expertise and it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you can't tell me anything. I know what I know my purpose this. is. I know this. And that's where you want, you need to ground yourself, ground yourself, ground yourself in this, in this way of like, this is who I am. Like, you can't mess with me. The world can't mess with me. Can nobody tell me nothing. Yeah, can't tell me nothing. I was <laughs> no. just listening to that. Like, <laughs> that's a great song. The nothing will rock you. You'll have where, moments and waivers where, 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 where you'll start to gain, some, like you'll, there's some self-doubt, but you know what? It's like you can easily bounce back. And there's a, there's an, there's a core of resiliency of, uh, of, that comes from knowing your purpose. It's your ability to bounce back. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why literally, that's why I wrote the book. Like I wrote the book because I was like, oh, I see, I see what's happening. I've seen what's happening in this data. I was like, oh, this is the moves we make right now can shift our, our ancestors, like our descendants. Like yes. we, you know what I mean? Like the moves we make in 2020, like, dude, the last time period was like right after 9-11 for me, I impacted through Stoke 10,000 kids and mentors, right? Like, so for me, I'm like, shoot. What if I can help 10,000 people help 10,000 people? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and for you, like for clarity, and again, I, anyone that's listening to this must be excited right now because this is powerful conversation. And it's not just conversation because like you said, it's rooted and it's validated. And, and having a purpose, what you're saying is once you do the work to identify your purpose, a few main things happen. One is you're able to let go of the things that are not serving you so that you can welcome in the new things that will help bring your vision to life. But when you have a purpose, when you are clear, crystal clear on what your purpose is, it opens up the world to you. Because the example you gave of calling Salema was like, if you didn't have that purpose, that clarity of what you wanted to do, you'd be scared. 
But because you're like, no, 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 no. This is going to happen. I know it. I believe it. I'm rooted in it. So it has to happen. I don't care. I'm going to call this guy. And that's what I think a lot of people now are searching for nowadays, man. They're searching for what can I do to make the world better? What can I do to help myself be the best version of myself? And it sounds like, you know, your book is called Life Purpose Secrets. That is really what this book is about. And so where should people go to learn more? Where should they go to find the book? Because this is something that, again, I told you earlier, my mother-in-law listens to this, business <laughs> friends listen to this, uh, maybe my kids listen to it, but there's so many different walks of life, but your lessons are, are you know, um, what's the right word? They're like agnostic to any one, you know, demographic, socioeconomic status, race, gender, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's for everybody. So where it's should people everybody. go to learn this stuff, man? Uh, www.lifepurposesecrets.com. And uh, you can go there. And uh, the book uh, comes out September 30th. Um, and, um, and you can pre-order it there. And I'm, uh, and if you, yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, just because I feel like, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's really important. Like for you, if you're listening to this, if you have something deep in your heart that you know that you should be doing, you need to go out and do it. Right. Like when I first started down this path, I had so many people doubt me and there will be people that doubt you. And a lot of people we're we're bound by society, culture, norms, obligations. And if it's deep in your heart and you know that's what you should be doing, like I literally just got a text from somebody and he knows what he should be doing, but he's resorting back to a place of comfort because the place of comfort is safe and nurturing. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, I always think about it's 2020, man. The only person you need to count on is yourself. You can't count on institutions. You can't count on structures. You can't count on somebody that, that's looking out for you because it doesn't exist. We're in a pandemic right now. Like people need to be out for self. And the best way for you to do that is for you to first find your purpose. Once you yeah. find your purpose, that's your roadmap for everything. Yeah, a lot of it falls away. A lot of the noise things get more clear. Like we say things get clear. Well, to me, what that means is the things that don't serve you and the things that are distractions fade away, whether that's yeah. staying up late at night to watch Narcos. Cool. You might <laughs> want to do that. That's fine. And it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I was you know, watching that with my wife. But the thing is like, you have a clarity on what needs to get done, what you need to do and how you need to serve it. Um, you said something earlier, man, and I had to bring it up on my screen. I literally wrote this this morning. I literally wrote it. It says, Thinking differently is a skill we can learn, practice, and grow. It allows you to see the world through a different set of eyes and transform problems into challenges. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I know. When you have a challenge, what is that's like a game. That's a game, right? Like yeah. you guys, I mean, you approach it from like, I mean, there, there's so many different levels to purpose that like even if you start to, if even if you just start to be like, you know what? I got into this, this mode it's, and it's like this, you just, you put, you, so I'll give everybody a little life, a life, life. This is in my book. Right. Um, and it was, uh, uh, I, I wanted to raise $40,000 for my, uh, for my first snowboard mentoring program. And the first thing I did was I visualized it. 
I envisioned a bus full of kids going up to the mountain. I created uh, vision boards with, uh, with a bus snowboarding and coach buses. And like, I envisioned all of that. And then this is the next level. So when you visualize it, you crystallize it, you can write it down, you record it on a voice memo, you repeat it out loud, and then I change all of my passwords to raise 40K. So every time I would log into anything, I, I would crystallize. <laughs> when I, the plan, so when I did my financials at the, at the end of my first year, I originally wanted 40K to serve 20 kids for eight weeks. I ended up doing 40 kids throughout that whole entire year, right? For snowboarding, skateboarding, and surfing. And it's just like, just to get this project out. And I did my financials. And then you know what? It was 39,995. Woof. Isn't that crazy? What do you do? What do you do, man? Yeah. So it's... That's it's it's literally that's it. Like you can you can subconsciously once you have your purpose, you can program yourself to to fulfill it on a on a daily monthly basis. Well, I, I want to make sure that people again. There's so much noise out there right now. There's everybody's calling for attention, but attention means nothing without purpose. And so, if yeah, people yeah. have the means, um, everybody's got a little fire with it. Some people have a spark. Some people just have the embers and they've got, but you got to light that spark and you have to do it by finding your purpose. So I hope they head over to uh, lifepurposesecrets.com to check out the book. You know how I end each episode. I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank here, right? So fill in the blank. Steve Rallo-Zellier thinks differently about how to, uh, how to, uh, Find your purpose and channel it into uh, a business and a career that impacts future generations. That's it, brother. Thank you so much, Steve. I'm so stoked, man. We yeah, we, man, we did it. Thank you for having me. This is great, and I'm really, really happy for you and and your path. And uh, it seems like you're in you're in alignment with your purpose to doing this. This is so awesome. Thank you, brother. Uh, cheers to the family. Once things yeah, are safe, the we have to get this thing together, get these uh, tr- uh, cr- kind of tribes together, build For the sure. Ohana. Uh, yeah. But please be well, man. Happy to start the school year to your kids, and uh, we'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, yes, sir. We'll talk soon. Bye. Later. Bam! Steve LaRoselliere is there in a nutshell, man. How amazing is that mindset, is that clarity of purpose. You know, even as I'm talking to him, and I've known Steve for years, is that I think we we, we kind of finish each other's sentences in some ways. We think alike, but I am always learning from Steve. I, I hope that you'll take some time to go follow him on Instagram, get those daily thoughts and those daily lessons. Um, go ahead and head on over to lifepurposesecrets.com. Uh, you can pre-order his book. It's coming out September 30th. Believe me, it's going to be an easy read, and it is going to give you the tools and the tips that you need to really help you find your purpose. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Please drop me an email at mark at markdhands.com. Drop me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you find me. I'd love to know what you're thinking about this episode in particular. As always, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Littlefoot Coffee. Head on over to littlefootcoffee.com. Use promo code MARK, M-A-R-C. You'll save 10% off your order or 
If you super dig coffee, you can sign up for their coffee subscription service and save 20% off your first month. It is a really good gift for anybody in your life that likes coffee. Uh, I love the small business. Rosie and Alex, the co-founders, are amazing people, and I just want to help them grow. Um, I don't take money from people. These are just people that are amazing business owners, and we need to help support them now more than ever. As always, from Chicago, Illinois, this is Mark Hands inspiring you to think differently.